after via text. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 208th time, I'm Nacho Flacco. This is Nacho Flacco, the podcast. For the first time ever, I think it's just you and this is you and me alone for the first time, Trevor. I think. Ooh. Just, I think we're alone now. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Dougie is, uh, was at the Browns Steelers game. He was on yeah. site. Um, uh, maybe he's probably having, he's, yeah, he's having too much fun, but we could really use golden, golden drunk dog at a Browns game from after a, a victory. Right. That would be just absolute gold. There's, cause I want to ask him, have you ever seen the Browns beat the Steelers in person? In person. Yeah. And and also how many people he's thrown change at or hit. <laughs> right. How many how many people have gotten fucking taken to a fucking auto zone parking lot and got dealt with? <laughs> but that's the thing. At that game, there's a lot of dugs. There, there a lot of dugs at that game. A lot of dugs at that. Maybe not as intelligent as Doug. Right. There's a lot of dugs at that game. <laughs> right. A lot of a lot of dug sized people at that game. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of big fists. Right. Little meat cleavers. Uh, good game though. It was, I mean, it was set. That first quarter was rough. It was setting back offensive football. I was I, even. I was. I, didn't do, see that. I was doing. I was looking up on Stathead. Uh, <laughs> fewest passing first downs NFL history, and just anticipate. I'm like, what? What? I'm gonna need something for the podcast tonight, and I might as well have futility. Um, but, uh, was it up there? Did it, did it rank? No, I mean, the first quarter was off to, I mean, once is that even a stat? There's three times since like 1999, a team has gone an entire game without a passing first down. Wow. Um, the Steelers did it like not that long ago, which was kind of weird to me. Um, Pittsburgh and Cleveland have two of the three uh, zeros on the board. And with, with, with the Browns history, I can understand that. Yes. I w- would not surprise to see the Browns up there. Was surprised that a Steelers team with, with Ben Big Roethlisberger Brown. would. It, yeah. Would, would make that list. So um, let me see here. I'm going to try and I'm going to try and pull this up at the same time I'm I'm talking, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a the second quarter was a lot better than the first quarter. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I caught I caught the third on. Armageddon um ripped through my house uh about like midway through the third quarter and uh, I missed the I was 14-13 at halftime. I saw a little bit of the start of the third quarter and then like I looked up and all of a sudden it was 23-14 and I'm like and and then so here's the thing. So I, I'm I, I, I'm not betting real money, but I am making picks, and I'm trying okay. to make it as if I was putting money on the game. And we okay. get down to the end, and and at four, sorry, fourteen thirteen, 
I'm like Steelers plus four and a half versus Jacoby Brissett. They're up one. I'm good, right? Yeah, like, I had them too. And then it's all of a sudden it's twenty three fourteen. I'm like, well, motherfucker. Um, and then they get down to fourth and five. Somehow the Browns. And apparently this happened two other times, but the Browns three times in one game had 12 men on the field. Tonight? Yeah. I know I saw one. I don't know. Why. I, I saw the I saw the last one. I didn't I didn't the, the first two didn't quite register. Um, but for on fourth and five, or maybe it was fourth and six, and the Steelers are going to kick a field goal when they should probably be going for it because they were so deep in the territory, they're never going to be this deep again. It's easier to kick a 50 yard field goal than it is to make a, you know, a hail Mary touchdown. So sure. it's like, you're, you're close to the end zone. And, and, and that was my hunch just based off the shit I've read on Twitter from people smarter than me that do math about this. And then like the fourth down bot thing that I follow actually did like the Browns should have gone for it when it was fourth and five from like a win percentage standpoint. Sure. And, but they didn't redo it when it went to fourth and one. And I'm like, well, if they would have, if they, if they were supposed to go for it on fourth and five, then they fucking damn well better have gone for it on fourth and one. I right. thought it was a huge mistake to, God, you can't go get one yard. But then they did, they made a late, late game fourth and goal call that they got. I mean, they, 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 well, this, so this was then it was 23 14 and they kicked the field goal to go 23 17. Then they almost get the onside kick. Then somehow they get the then they get the ball back. It was fucking. It was. It, it turned into there was some there's some action there at the end. Like I even yeah. put the meme up. You know, Browns fans, uh, Simpsons. I'm in danger just because you know up two yeah. scores with two minutes to go. I'm in danger. That's yeah, especially since last week because that was fucking awful. And uh, right, last week was chock full of. Uh, of commentary unfortunately i couldn't make it or not last week sorry did, Monday. You, did you listen to the pod i haven't yet no i'm just trying to get, get my shit together all day um because doug, doug called last week maybe the most disappointing loss that he's ever seen from the browns i can see that because they shouldn't have lost that game at all like everything dominating that game everything could possibly that had to go wrong went perfectly wrong for them yeah and somehow they lose yeah um you know it's funny because they did i have some comments about amazon but um they did their post game i think their crew and is it a shared crew or is it amazon does it individually amazon's got their own this is just amazon right so there was Fitzpatrick. It's not, it's not like it has been where like fox was doing the thursday night games or they like right. rotate between the three networks this is amazon bought thursday night Everybody there is an is Amazon people, Amazonians. Huh. Amazons. So they had uh, like Ocho Cinco come in and, and like the player of the game, he ups their Madden rating. Okay. And so it's Jacoby Brissett. Okay. And what is he so now at 68 in Madden? Right. You, so almost. So you have Sherman on the panel, uh, Fitzpatrick on the panel, um, Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez, the big uh, lineman from the Rams, just retired. Whitworth. Whitworth. And I think that's it. And then whatever uh, that chick that's commentating. Um, I think it's Carissa Thompson or something like right. that. Right. And so they come on and and uh, 
he's like, oh, your you know your speed or your strength is like, whatever. The arm strength is like ninety to ninety one plus one, and then his like strength is seventy three to seventy four. And Sherman's like, that's fucking disrespectful. And then like he's like, yeah, your overall went from a, a seventy one to seventy two, <laughs> and they're all. And, uh, and Sherman's like, that's fuck disrespectful. Brissett, dude, I I like Brissett as like a human being and his his personality. I do like. He's a guy that you kind of want to root for. Um, but anyway, a very poignant moment. And Chad Johnson goes, or Ocho Cinco goes, uh, hey man, you got eight games left. You got eight. He goes, I have one. Like and, he's like, and, yeah, he's like I because of uh, Deshaun, right? He's like, right. I have one. I have one. And they and they all kind of went, oh. <laughs> and and Chad's like, well, that's like the politically correct thing to say is you got eight, but da, 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 da. and then they kind of got away from it. But um, so wait, so so they said you've got eight games left, right? Because Ocho Cinco did because and he shows up in like a fucking windbreaker, like it's weird, but yeah. So, he, so, he, so they're saying it's like, hey, and and is Jacoby Brissett kind of trying to play do the the most important game is the next game kind of thing? No. Not at all. This is after he's talking. It's it's this is after Ocho Cinco does his thing. He doesn't say shit. Oh, gotcha. Right. And then like in the reaction, Sherman's saying, like, oh, disrespect. And he's just kind of sitting there, like a little smirk on his face, like, you know, whatever. This is stupid. And then real quick, he goes, eight games just I have one. And like I don't nobody really knew how to respond to that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, especially with that Jets loss, like you and you could see it in him. He's 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 just trying to make it like whatever he can do, right? And whatever next contract he gets or however it works. I mean, this this is who Jacoby Brissett will go as far as, um, and not not to put, not to just kind of put two black quarterbacks next to each other, but like part of the reason that Cam Newton, part of the part of the reason that. I've heard that Cam Newton isn't on a team is because they think he's too big a personality to be a backup. Right. Sure. And he's too used to being the man to be a backup and, and, and wouldn't accept it. And that, and that might be fair. It might not. I obviously don't know fucking Cam Newton, but that's, that was the, the blue check Mark Twitter's has said yeah. that a couple times. Right. But if um, he doesn't, but if he doesn't have that leadership role outside of, you know, leading on the field, Right, if he's not taking somebody over his wing, if he doesn't like have a mentor in him, then that's absolutely spot on, and that's well, most likely what's happening. And it's, it's that like, you, backups are looked on to be, uh, you know, seen, not heard, right? Um, sure. You're not supposed to be. I mean, look what the Niners have gone through last season and this season up to the injury, which is you've got a high profile backup in both cases in, in last year, you've got the the third overall pick as the backup. And this year you've got the guy who just took him to the NFC championship game as the backup. And that created, right. that creates all sorts of bullshit around it. Jacoby Brissett, not for even certainly not from a personality standpoint, he's, he's really low key, but also from a talent standpoint, like he's never going to put pressure on somebody from a, uh, and 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 if Jacoby Brissett is actually putting pressure on your quarterback, you're probably a top five pick. At, at like you're going yeah. to be a top five pick in the next year if Jacoby yeah. Brissett is he, actually I, I threatening your starter. But he's better than a handful of starters right now. He's, he's definitely he's, better than fucking Geno Smith. He's playing well, um, and and I was surprised 
at, and I don't know if this is just because the Steelers defense isn't what it used to be either. You know, no TJ Watt and, and, uh, and, and, and whatnot. Um, but I think, the, I think they're still there. It's just not no TJ Watt. Yeah, whoever, I mean, whoever, whoever his backup is, is killing it. Three sacks, three and a half sacks in three games. Yeah. Just just like we always say, TJ Watts, system linebacker. Yeah. This is where Doug would come in and actually know his name. Uh and and where he went to high school. Right. Exactly. And and exactly how far he got down the uh <laughs> recruiting path with Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> and his high jump. He visited twice. No offer was made. Still a piece of shit. He should have walked on. That's what yeah. Doug would be saying right now. Now he's on the, now he's on the fucking Steelers. <laughs> right um so no but he like he's doing fine like this is the when we've when we went through the brown schedule to start this season doug doug has been very optimistic not you with the giants optimistic but very optimistic and uh thought that like they could maybe get seven or eight wins out of those first 11 games i think he was factoring in beating the jets he was. Um, I'm sure of it. Yeah. But um, I mean, two and one for the Browns right now, especially with the Bengals at zero and two, is huge. Especially yeah. with the Steelers now at one and two. Um, the Ravens gave up a game. They're only one and one. They gave up a game they absolutely should not have lost uh, this weekend to the to the Dolphins. Yeah, the the Browns are are they're there. I mean, technically, yeah, yeah. I think they're in first place if you do the math, oh, yeah. right? I mean, they're 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 a half game up on folks, but yeah. you know, they are they're the first place Cleveland Browns. Week That's, three and without Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Twitter Twitter was having fun with Al Michaels, uh, Al Michaels dancing around the Deshaun Watson thing. Just being like yeah. the controversial quarterback. <laughs> it's just a bunch of tweets going. So what's he controversial for? Huh? <laughs> what on. do you mean? What I, I don't get it. What do you mean? Explain. I t- t- <laughs> t- t- explain it to me like I'm a five year old. Yeah. Controversial how? Right. You keep you saying mean? controversial. Controversial how? <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, I mean the Steelers. You were big. You you thought Trubisky would be better, yeah. But he's he, I mean, he's still doing it. But I think this is his last game. I think Pickett Pickett starts next week. They've got the mini buy, so they got ten days till the next game. They're one mm-hmm. and two. The receivers are griping. Um, they are right, and and not you know it's not that anything's crazy either. I mean like. These guys should be getting the ball. I mean, Trubisky missed Deontay Johnson on a couple throws. Like George Pickens hasn't been getting involved, and they're all saying they're all like saying in interviews, "I'm fucking open," um, and I'm just not getting the targets. And uh, I think yeah, there's the, the the body language is is uh, is saying that the it feels like the the receivers room would like to see a change. <laughs> so. But yeah, the first place Cleveland Browns are two and one. Ravens are one and one. Steelers one and two. Cincinnati Bengals zero and two. Yeah, first place. Go Brownies. Good for the Brownies, man. 
Hey, so I know you talked about it. You had to talk about it at length because what else would you do last week? Right. Can you tell me without repeating yourself how you feel about your boy going down and Jimmy G getting a shot again? Uh, I mean, I'm, you know, when we had the fire um, back in house. January at my house, when the yeah. appliance when the appliance caught on fire uh-huh. um you know it would have been really tough if we didn't have the renter's insurance <laughs> and right. or like and we were we had to like we were going to be out of the house for a month anyways right um uh-huh. but to get like 15 grand back for that month was i wouldn't do it over again but 15 grand is 15 grand. So. And you're not, you know, none the worse for it, right? I mean, like, you know, emotionally, probably a bottom three month in my entire life. Like in terms of a 30 day span of my entire life, very like bottom three, certainly bottom five. Um, And so terrible and sad and uh disturbing um mostly for the stress it put on the family but uh-huh. uh wouldn't is is was made better was made significantly better because there's some cash at the end of it the there insurance kicked in the sick, insurance there was some silver lining uh there was we at least got to go, man. The, the the question we asked at the end of it to each other was, would you do this again? Would you just do this again like next year for 15 grand? And the answer was fucking no. Like under no circumstances would we put the family through that again. Yeah. Um, but what about for 50? 50 is a different story. Um, right. No. But, so in, in that case, if everybody clicks in with Jimmy again, and it's just like it was at the end of the year. And maybe they go to the Super Bowl. Maybe they win the Super Bowl, right? Maybe it's kind of a storybook year. Maybe you do it again. Oh, no. I uh, Would I get the same insurance again? Exactly the exact same identical insurance again? No, because I don't think that's sh- that. I think this insurance has an expiration date on it. This specific insurance plan is. Sure. Uh, um, you know, listen, if if. If the Niners have the storybook season, Jimmy's going to be in demand on a two or three year contract, right? For a team that is a quarterback away. And we get, and, and, and there's no franchise tag and they can't trade him. And he is a free as free can be agent. So Jimmy's got all the leverage. And if he ends up back with the Niners in that same kind of fucking you know, in the same QB room with Trey Lance and they say, Hey, it's an open competition and everything else that's on Jimmy at that point. Like he's just making a mistake with his career. Like, I think, I think Jimmy should do everything he can to maximize this season, obviously. And, um, and, and then say, Hey, if you're going to, if you want to pay me the 30 mil for three years, fine, but trade the young guy. Like don't, don't put me through this bullshit again, like make a decision. Um, but I don't think, I don't think it'll come to that. I think, 
I don't I I think the Niners are expecting Trey Lance to come back and Trey Lance will be the starter and they will ride or die with Trey Lance next year. Um yeah. I think the the But but I mean it's the best case scenario for the worst case scenario. It's so the, what there is not there's not a better case scenario in the game than having Jimmy, Jimmy D as your backup. No. Yeah, you're a quarterback for the, that's been on the team for how many years and knows right. everything and yep. has a connection with the players and yep. coaches and fans and yep. everybody's like, ah, oh, fuck, that's us about Trey Lance. But Jimmy's back. Yep. Right. So No, it's it's um I the 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 way the storybook, you know, if you're if you're pitching this movie in uh, to a Hollywood studio, the the way this ends is um Jimmy rides off into the sunset after a magical season, whether they come up just short, right. They probably or they, or they, or they, or they win everything. Right. Yeah. Um, but Jimmy kind of rides off into the sunset after the team has spent now 15 or 16 weeks doing a, let's win this one for Jimmy. Let's send Jimmy out on a high note. Right. And it's like that galvanizing thing that every team needs to, you know, overcome all the adversity that's going to happen over the next like 16 weeks. Um, But that, that is, that would be the theme of this season. You know, if they're still doing America's games in 10 years and they bring back everybody to do, to do the interviews, it'll be, yeah, you know, Jimmy will be one of them, but the other two guys will be like, yeah, we, we all looked at each other and said, you know, we don't love the way that this has worked out for Jimmy. We all love Jimmy. He's been the leader of this team, dot, 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 dot. And we were, we made sure we'd win one for him. Like if the Niners make it to the promised land, that is going to be the fucking, that's going to be the spiel you hear over and over and over again. And I might get it tattooed on my fucking um, abdomen, like fucking Tupac, like thug life, like, um, but uh, just Jimmy G just right there over the, over, over the, over the dad gut. Um, but yeah, so I mean that—that's the—that uh, was the gist of it. Um, and they look like they wanted to beat that team up afterwards. Uh, this the Niners just like the Niners were, I think. I mean, I, I, did you ever play on a team? I I remember one of my best friends, uh, you know, tore out his knee uh, against a, a a team that was better than us, and we absolutely fucking annihilated them after. We just we just went out to to destroy people. I think the um, the defense could be special this year. I think the defense had a bad taste in their mouth because this is now back-to-back games that the Niners have shut out the opponent in the first half. Right. And uh, in week one they lost, and then last week they they didn't give up a uh, they didn't give up a defensive touchdown. They gave up one on special team. Um, and so I think the defense is. Uh, the defense has been priming themselves for we're going to have to carry this team. They're built to carry the team. They've got some fucking monsters that are brand new to me in terms of like, holy shit, you're more than a special teamer, like Hufanga um, specifically. Um, They're doing it without Jimmy Ward right now. He's going to come back. Like the, the defense feels like it's going to be special. Um, And the offense, this is the best you know, if Kittle's back this week, and we'll go from there. Yeah, well, looks so. good. Looks looking promising over there. Even yeah. with, uh, you know, a, a, that doesn't happen very often. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like best case scenario, doesn't happen very often that the team may not skip a beat. You, you just you. This is 
the 49ers communication team was asked to like go find a specific stat and they couldn't. And the stat they were asked for was have quarterbacks ever switched spots like this one season, season after the other, where the starter was, uh, is now the backup, then backup is now the starter and gone into the following season in that, in that shape. And like, they can't find any evidence of that ever happening. Usually if you ditch a starter, you're ditching the fucking starter, but yeah. like the stars just kind of like weirdly aligned between the, you know, yeah. The Niners had the they had the cap room. They like Jimmy. Jimmy's good in the locker room. Jimmy didn't fucking make a big fuss out of anything. He just kind of like took it like a man and was like, "This is the, this is what's gonna happen." And so be it. Yeah, he had surgery. Teams weren't like that high on him. Right. He had had like they thought a deal was gonna get done. He had the surgery that cooled everything off. Every like, let's let's just bring this back to tonight's game. The Steelers right now have to be fucking furious at themselves for not for just not pulling the trigger on Jimmy injured or not. Right. Like if you, if you've got Kenny, if you draft Kenny Pickett in, uh, wherever you drafted him, was it first round? I think it was a first round pick, right? I feel like he was. Doug. Yeah. Doug speak up. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Pretty early pretty early but yeah i mean you have you have a no first yeah round one pick 20 like if if you're they signed trubisky early they signed him quick and like even but like didn't even wait then they draft kenny pickett and you're watching trubisky play right now and it's like if you just imagine jimmy with this team things are different right um right. but i mean the story the storybook is there the story is there for the niners. niners for the yeah, niners right. yeah but i mean it's like there's i think we we were watching a, a team tonight that Had is missing a guy like this mm-hmm. you know that is a missing bridge. yeah um is missing a bridge right they thought they thought they'd have the bridge I mean, Trubisky's 60% completion, five and a half yards per attempt. Like, anything under seven is abysmal. You're yeah. under six? You're under six? Yeah, where, where's uh, where's Danny Dimes on this one? Um, <laughs> I don't know. How about them Giants? That's the thing we missed from, so it's like, Everybody that's listens to the podcast heard me talk about the Niners. We sure. haven't like where so the, the the question we'll start with is what's your playoff confidence level at this point? Because it was 80% going into week one. Yep. 90% going into week two. Yep. Do like is this like is is this like Fahrenheit where we're gonna be at like 119 or uh I think I'm gonna slowly I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it on trend and go ninety-five percent. That's uh, I mean they're they're two and zero. They're two and zero. Two and zero Giants. Two good wins. First one, obviously, you know they missed a field goal at the end. But like, to me and to I think a lot of Giants fans, that that was a it finally fucking went our way because last season and this season there were so many close, heartbreaking losses, just like that game time field goal, like something stupid, like basically just how the Browns lost. 
right? right? But we weren't dominating anybody. But a lot of close game losses, a lot of one play, one way or the other, uh, late game field goals, uh, you know, leaving 35 seconds on the clock and a team absolutely marching down the field to kick a field goal kind of thing. Like that happened a few times last year. And so this was a finally went our way. We have a coach with balls that goes forward on fourth and goal um, or, you know, goes forward on, uh, like, it, it really felt like there's a paradigm shift. Right. And and it got back. And, and so often we've had games like that. And then the next week is just an abysmal loss. We're like, oh, well, I, I guess we were full of shit. And this backs it up, right? Another win, a nice win. Uh, Saquon's still looking good. Um, Daniel Jones looking good, better, right? It's just, uh, it's... Uh, so, so you good, ask, Dan- Danny Jones for his career is 6.6 yards per attempt. And this <laughs> season, he is 6.6 yards per attempt. Well, he's consistent. I Do mean, you have a pick? He's 6'6", 6'6", 6'7", 6'6". That's his four seasons. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, now his completion percentage is 70%. Like he's, you know, he's dialed that up. Sure. But uh what well, he's got a little bit more protection. I think he's and, getting used to. You know, this is if the Giants are gonna do a 2011 49ers, uh, like with where they resurrected Alex Smith, right? It, or a 2017-2019 49ers where Jimmy's coming off an ACL injury and starts slow and the defense carries and goes from there. This is the recipe you follow for right now. Is like rack up some wins. You escape by the skin of your teeth against the Titans. Um, barely beat you. No, barely beat a bad team. But we beat the bad team. But we beating the bad team because we've we've lost to those bad teams before. Right. And so beating Um, the bad team is 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 such a step. Beating the beating the bad team is a step. The next step is is if you're going to be a good team, you got to blow out the bad teams. Yep. Or this week. I think there's a lot of confidence in the team this week. I think we're favored. I think we're minus two and a half. Who are you playing? Cowboys. Oh wow. Monday night football. Oh wow. Oh man, yeah. we're we're getting we're getting we're gonna be podding right after Giants Cowboys. Yeah, it'll be fun. Glorious. Yeah, it'll be fun. But the Eagle the Eagles look really good too. So that's the, Eagles, little... the Eagles look um, like the class of the division from like if Jalen Hurts is this Jalen Hurts, then yeah. uh, well, I think yeah. he, I think he has been I, I, right. I think he hasn't. He, that guy has not gotten the credit he's, he's due. But I think because he's kind of a whiny little bitch and he has one of those stupid mustaches. Actually, I don't think he's got the stupid mustache this year. Maybe that's it. He's got a rec- he's got receivers this year. That 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 helps. <laughs> he's, he's got, got AG some... Brown. Yeah, he's got AJ Brown. That helps a lot. So and a couple gifted defenders. Um but yeah, man, it's 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 nice to see the uh the Giants on top. It's nice to see him two and We haven't started two and in a long time. Uh well yeah. I mean uh, this f- first time you guys have been last week was the first time you've been over five hundred in like five 16. or six seasons or some shit. Two thousand sixteen, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, gotta feel good. Does 
It does. And uh, I think what really feels good is Saquon. He, I don't think he, I don't think he's a hundred percent, but he's like ninety five, and he's confident. I just remember him watching the couple games he played last year. And he was not confident. He looked slow last year, and that yeah. that's a problem. Yeah, but yeah, so no, like, he looks he uh, looks fast this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. breaking yeah, you know big, big runs. It wasn't a crazy game last week, but he still broke off a couple big runs. They still relied on him a lot. He got a lot of carries. Um, I still, the Canaries Tony needs to get fucking involved a lot more though. I don't know what they're doing with him. Uh, he need, he needs he's really dynamic. And then yeah, no, he's more. he's amazing. Yeah, um, really more. And Galladay is not getting the, the minutes. I don't know what that is, but he sure as shit didn't show anything last year. So I don't know if he could be sitting there demanding fucking minutes. I mean, Canaries Tony and Kenny Galladay combining for four catches is not what you no. expect. Like, Rich, Richie James, the, the old 49ers kick returner leading the team in receptions is uh yeah um that's fucking wild to me. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean we're like, not our, our you know we're we're running a lot, we're doing a lot of short range, you know, out of the backfield, uh short passes obviously with, with Danny Jones's yards per, right? Um, but that field needs to open up a lot. I think um we can we, Obviously, become a strong running team. Um, run first. I think that's what we should be doing. And I think we're doing that, but I think it needs to open up a little bit more. And I, Tony, I think, is the key to that. Tony Tony is the key to Galladay, in my opinion. Tony's the key to Galladay. Yeah. Using him all over the field, out of the backfield. Gotcha. Spot, right? That's going to create that mid-range, that danger. Uh, you know, fill the box up a little bit more with him and create that downfield threat. Open it up the downfield threat, right? Bring yep. a safety, get yep. a spot on him. So, yep. Anyway, well, there's a lot of improvement, obviously, to be made, but it's real nice to be two and zero right now. Real nice to be two and zero. Two and zero, uh, and Dak is out. Um, and Rush doesn't look bad though. Yeah, but I, it's the it's the Cowboys defense that is going to be the. Um, the Cowboys defense is going to be, th- it's going to be Micah Parsons, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, that, that's if we can, yeah. If, if the Cowboys, if the Cowboys make the playoffs, Micah Parsons is getting MVP votes. Mm-hmm. Like that it, it'll be, he, he already has like more pass rush wins, you know, not sacks, but just like where he beats his guy. He has like more pass rush wins than some entire franchises after, after week two. He's, he's a force. Just, he's a force, absolute beast. Yeah, and so we need to answer him. Okay, um, we still have not gotten a review. It's been a minute. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Um, I think, I think the bar is too high. I think we've had so many good ones that uh, people are people are intimidated. I mean, I read one that just said podcast good. Right. I mean, I think that's it. I think you can't, I can't really, I don't think you can really do that. Well, Doug just liked the text. Oh, did he? Yeah. He's liking texts in the chat. Oh, do I need, to... oh, 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 hey, is Hello. that, is that Doug's music? Yeah. Hey, there he is. Do I sound different? Cause we won. <laughs> yeah. We need our, we need our brownie on the ground for this one, dude. Well, I had to drive home drunk, so. 
<laughs> but now I'm home. <laughs> or I'm at Greg's house. I'm sitting here with Greg Gill. Ew. Hey, buddy. How's it going, fellas? What's up, dude? It's good, man. Yeah. Big win, boys. Been too long. Big win. That was fun. <laughs> I mean, just talk about domination right there. That's how it's done. Dude, we uh we had a good we had a good day. <laughs> <laughs> started uh, uh, started at like three. Nice, dude. Oh man. Still like ridiculous, still like sweating it out until like 14 seconds less when I'm like, yeah, we're good after 14. We've got it locked up. We're like, all right, clock zero. Refs aren't trying to keep the game going. We won. It got interesting there at the end. That I mean that that was my meme. It was a minute fifty one left, and you were up two scores. And I'm like, I'm I'm just gonna post. I don't care how this ages, but I just want the Browns fans to know that I know they're freaking the fuck out right now. Yeah. Yeah. How how relieved were you when uh, when they went for the field goal there on fourth and one as opposed to trying to fucking get the yard? I thought that was a huge mistake. Oh, the Steelers at the end. Yeah. 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 Uh, now they. Uh, I don't know, man. I was in and out all game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was great. I mean, we were we were like kind of up top level but we were right on the edge and 50 yard line so we had a good view of the whole field and fucking we chunted the shit out of those Steelers man Chubb and Hunt are nasty yeah they look good tonight dude Brissett looked great dude he's got a fucking cannon he was he was slinging it he hit Amari Cooper too hard in the hands yeah that was a little far behind him though that was come on (laughs) a little little bit better there hit him in the hands yeah he, and he kind of he hit Njoku a little high, uh, down by the goal line. Yeah, well, shit. I mean, really, the biggest thing about the brisket is that he does not turn the ball over, and Baker would have definitely thrown at least one pick in that game. Yeah, and with with three batted passes at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, well, that's a given. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was before you got on. I was singing Brissette's praise, and he did a really funny post game uh, with the Amazon crew. Oh, he did? Nice. You'll probably see it, yeah. But it was good. Yeah, we got stuck in fucking traffic. It was an absolute must-win, though, after last week's game. Like, if we would have lost this game, it would have been pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, like, with the way the schedule is about to be after our next Falcons. Well, we play the Falcons next, but after that, it gets tough. Yeah, I think we talked before that you 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 were 3-0, oh, you'd be happy, and, and pretty much you should be, but... Yeah, two, I mean, like two and one with Brissett, you're, you're, you're taking this. This is this is okay. You're in first place. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure, dude. Your fa- yeah. first place, Cleveland Browns. Doug, when or Doug or or Greg, how ha, ha, have you guys ever seen the Browns beat the Steelers in person like this century? Yes, I have. Yeah, like but in I, person, I, like at the stadium. Yeah, I am. I think I'm like one and four. Brown Steelers games, but I've seen one victory going into tonight. So now this is two or two, yeah, two total. Look at you, hasn't even sank in yet. Really turning it around. Nice. Yeah, for some, I'm getting hot. I can feel it. For some <laughs> reason, I felt very confident the entire night, even at the halftime. For whatever it, reason, I had no reason to feel confident, but <laughs> I just had to pump through my veins tonight. Was it Mitch Trubisky at quarterback for the other team? Yeah, was that was that it. The part? That's a factor. That's it. 
Dude, they gotta go to. They gotta go to Pickett now. You guys yeah. would have loved Drunk Doug calling Najee Harris Trent Richardson the whole game. All night. <laughs> All night. Wherever we were at, he was just like, "Man, he's looking like Richardson." Am I right? <laughs> Let him feel it. Yep. Many many Steelers fans at the game. Yeah, there's a good amount. They travel well, and it's, it's fucking two hours drive. So yeah, just a lot. A lot of ladies look like toads. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Like Steelers jerseys. Yeah, Makes I would. Sense. I mean, I would describe their women as squatty. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they kind of look the same out here too. Cleveland is two hours away. I think it's all. It's yeah. the, the the water and and diet is probably very similar. Dude, <laughs> have you seen the yellow bridges in Pittsburgh? <laughs> yes, they're very yellow. It's fucking. They drink pee there. <laughs> <laughs> Good, uh, no, it was uh, it was it was a good win. I was uh, I was nervous for. I'm like, oh fuck, Doug's at the game. This like especially when it was, you know, ten yeah, points and they're driving. Going I'm like, over under on how much change would be thrown if you lost. <laughs> Dude, Doug was about ready to pop off a few times tonight. Oh, I'm sure. That's what I said. I was like, but there's a lot of kind of Dougs at that game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's not, that's not Doug in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doug was ready to pop off when he and I went to the the Niners Browns game a couple years ago. I was I told Greg about that about the Samoan dudes in the parking lot. Yeah, you would have worked. We don't want everyone to fight a Samoan. That's your like birthday, little, like fifteen years ago, or do you guys go again? No, that the, the Doug and I went. There was a Monday night game. Uh, I think it was the twenty nineteen season. Yeah, that was yeah two years. Yeah, yeah, oh, cool, awful game. <laughs> it was over. Brita took Brita took one to the house on the Niners first series for like 80 yards. And Doug was just like fuming at Joe Scobert for <laughs> the next three hours and 15 minutes. And I remember thinking, I'm like, if you're ever going, if you've ever got to pick a friend to go to a football game with you, you go to a Browns game because they're just, as soon as the game's out of hand, they just they go right into. Yep, this was going to happen. Seen this a million <laughs> I knew times. it. There's yeah. just no. There's no bitterness about yeah. it, you and you're able to. You're able to watch the rest of the game completely guilt free because, well, you know, okay, he's taking oh. this pretty well. Oh, this is familiar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of cozy. Yeah, but yeah, no, we we took a pedicab home, or wherever we took a pedicab back to the hotel. And uh, um, Doug's in his Doug's in his Browns gear, and, and people were trying to heckle him. And he's just like, "Pull over, let's go." <laughs> I'm, I'm like, "Sir, I am not backup. That's nobody's ever considered me backup." <laughs> I, I know exactly what I was doing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Pull over. Oh yeah, that was a good trip. But yeah, big one tonight. Feeling real good about it. You should, Back on man. Track. Stoked for you. Two and one. You got the division lead. Got the Falcons next. And being, Steelers, being the Steelers, no matter what happens in a season, is always a highlight. Oh, for sure, dude. That's there's no team we hate They're more. They're a disgusting team. They're disgusting. Yeah. I mean, what is what's the win loss last three seasons? Uh huh. Um, You're dominating them. Dominating them. I mean, we beat them in the play. Yeah. 
Did we yeah. lose both games last year? I think I think I saw that Stefanski is the first Browns coach in however long to have to get to three wins against the Steelers. Yeah, nice. Well, I mean, when you have a new coach every other year, it's, well, it's that's, true. I mean, that's that that's 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 feathered in there. That's the unspoken yeah. part of that is. <laughs> Oh, that, that was, he wasn't no, going to say it, but you did. No, nobody's been good enough to beat them. And if, if they were good enough to beat them, they probably would still be the coach. I think that's the – that's Very, that's the, very that's linear. The very linear there. Well, I will say I think they gave Romeo Cornell kind of a raw deal. He should still be our coach. <laughs> He's a teddy bear. <laughs> Romeo's celebrating his eighth birthday, and Greg is like, no, man. <laughs> Bring him back. He's got it. Lovable guy. He's a, he's a player's coach. But yeah, I'm happy to see the Browns offense play pretty well. Yeah. I mean shit, I don't I mean I know they punted the first drive, right? First or second. They didn't really did they punt the second half? Or yeah, I guess they did punt at the end of the game there. I was I was telling Trevor that after the first like right up until Brissett found Cooper for the touchdown, I think it was like late first quarter. I was I was looking up on Stathead, um, fewest passing first down, fewest passing first downs in a league history in a game, and um, uh, three teams have done it exactly zero times in a game, and one of them's the Browns. I don't know if you guys would have expected that that it, that that the Browns yep. have done an entire Dude, game. That's news to me. If, if it's are you going to tell me the same game? They didn't rush for any first downs too now? <laughs> <laughs> but but one of the other teams was the Steelers. Squares. Yeah, it was like the, the Browns was like in, in 2000 and the Steelers was like 2015. It was uh, – uh, I was a little surprised by that. But Yeah, that is interesting. So, but right. uh, yeah. Uh, Doug, how long do we have you for? Uh, the pizza's almost ready. all right buddy we'll um hey we'll do the uh we'll do the the draft the the picks draft or something we'll do it over text message and i'll post it tomorrow or something all right i mean yeah i don't have my shit in front of me all right cool yeah i made my picks on the uh or the draft picks never mind yeah yeah the 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 stupid little draft gimmick we do yeah we'll do that we'll do that tomorrow over text i'm down i love it Gil, good talking to you, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Likewise. Congrats, Hopefully boys. See you again soon. Thank yep. you. Get out here sometime. Yeah, I got three kids, two six-year-olds and a four-year-old, so maybe in like yeah. a year. I was, I was going to say, like what? Yeah. you just gave me three <laughs> reasons to book a flight. I don't know how I figured. And... <laughs> All right, boys. My, bu- right, my buddy asked me. Uh, my buddy just shot a played a really nice round of golf and was bragging about it to me. And uh, and he's like, "Dude, the secret is, man, the thing that's really helped my game is going out twilight, couple nights a week, and just like playing like four holes a four balls a hole, like basically by myself." I go, "Yeah, that's fucking fantastic, numbnuts." Um, but try telling that to fucking uh, the five foot three Puerto Rican that I fucking share a living room with and see, <laughs> just see how many days, see how many nights I get to just skip dinner to go fucking play golf. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> so anyways, good talking with you boys. Gil, miss you. Dougie, we'll, uh, 
we'll talk the Trevor uh Trevor reminded me that it's the next time we pod it is right after Giants Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Oh my god. Yeah, it's baby. a live streamer, I think. There's <laughs> there is no there's no way that pod there's no downside to that pod at all. I think I picked the Giants in my pick 'em. That were favored. Yeah. Like I we're picked favored. them to cover. Yeah. Boy. Bold. Bold. <laughs> all right, boys. Table. All right, guys. Later, Later, guys. Peace. Later. That was good. That was nice. I'm glad. I'm glad Doug came in. It it w- it wouldn't have been the same. Like t- missing that would have just felt, you know, like a, a big missed opportunity. We needed that. Yeah, like a Super Bowl and not running the ball and throwing it for two yards for an interception. Right. Oh, Speaking man. of his, I mean, man, is it? Is it? Are you still? Is it still glorious for you? Which part? Russell Wilson being terrible. Uh this is this is the week he turns it around, Trev. Yeah, this is the week. Yep, that's right. That's right. It is. This is the week he turns it around, and MVP he silences Russ. the doubters. Right, MVP Russ this week. The, for sure. Um, the scary thing is just how in sync he has that team right now that like and he's got, everybody's he's, singing his praises they love his style they love what he's saying he's got him on the sidelines going run yeah. pass like and that seems to be going over real well mm-hmm. you know with the team and They're all uh doing together i i liked how on the on the recent broadcast that uh i, I yeah on, on the recent game they were talking about how Russ has brought over a lot of the offensive concepts from Seattle that he liked. So, and, and obviously he's bringing the stuff he liked and none of the stuff Pete Carroll likes. So, you know, I think this is, I'm, I'm ready for chef Russ to, yeah, he's uh, gonna cook up. he's been waiting to cook, man. They've, he's been boiling hot dogs and he's gotta, he's gotta throw on some filet, man. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's time to go. Charcoal's ready. Cook. Charcoal, the charcoal's ready. Uh, green bean casseroles in the oven, uh, and uh, yeah, Russ is getting ready to to paint his masterpiece. Let's run right. Broncos country. Broncos country. Um, right. jo- Joe Staley was uh, uh, there was a clip that went out on the Niners sites. I don't know if I send it to you guys, but they they asked one of the Niners uh, radio shows asked Staley about about russ and he just he's like he's so fucking corny he's the worst and yeah. and joe staley even admitted he goes that was the first time i've rooted for the seahawks in my entire fucking life he's like <laughs> i don't he said he's like i don't feel a rivalry with the seahawks anymore but like there is nothing i want more and this is joe staley speaking that's j-o-e-s-t-a-l-e-y not not joe flacco this is yeah. Joe Staley saying there's nothing that Joe Staley wants more than for uh, Russ to just get fucking clobbered this week. Um, but not me, because I'm fully expecting 48 mm-hmm. points out of the Broncos, I think. Sunday night football. This is where this is where the 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 the, the real chefs shine. It's true. Yeah. And the pressure's on. Yeah. Fire up that pressure cooker. So yeah, so I'm playing I'm playing Tory in the morning. And then I'm watching Russell Wilson dismantle the 49ers in the evening. 
It's a lot of lost balls that day. Yeah. Well, literally, it's like literally, it's, literally it's, and figuratively. It's uh, I played I played well the last time I was there. Um, I I was just over a hundred, but I had two quintuple bogeys. Um, so I played Ooh. well enough to like shoot a ninety-five, which and at Tory would have been you know phenomenal for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we'll see. The the my game has improved since then, at least at the range. But I've also not played a course in a month, so. I might and try and I might try and do the I might try and do the twilight thing tomorrow and uh yeah. just <laughs> and 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 just try and figure that out tomorrow. So yeah, because Tori eats balls. It was pretty it was pretty okay the last time. Uh I lost a couple when I like went when I when I pulled a couple into the ravine, um, into the canyon. Uh it's not even that the rough it's it's literally just if you're not on the fairway the the rough was the rough was okay like i'd been hyping it up for my buddy and i've been like dude bring some balls you're gonna like be six feet away from I'm not gonna be able to find them and uh um and it was not that bad so hopefully uh, hopefully it hasn't grown out much um since then and uh you know we'll we'll have a good time but it's 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 it'll be me and my brother and uh that's right um so it should be should be a good time. But yeah, it's uh um could be a great weekend. Um, you know, I break I break a hundred at Tory and uh the Niners only lose by two scores, maybe ten points, would be uh would be huge, huge moral victory, both regards. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Good outlook. Um, all right. So instead of just doing instead of doing the draft like we normally do, I th- Man, let me just pull up the fucking schedule and we just fucking let's just find some games to talk about, man. All right, man. Let's talk football. Um talk football, Houston, man. Houston, Chicago. I've been wanting to talk about this game all fucking week. No. Um <laughs> let's see what else. So we got Buffalo at Miami. That game interesting. Um, way more interesting than we'd have expected it to be. Kansas yeah. City at Indianapolis way less interesting than we expected it to be. Yeah. Um the Raiders are 0 and 2, but they're playing the Titans who look fucking awful. Yeah. Um and are they is are, I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen are the Titans starting Malik Willis this year? This week? Are they? I have not seen that. Um that would be interesting. I I th- Maybe I just like I'm getting my news from memes. The den- the Titans depth chart still says Tannehill. Maybe I'm just getting my news yeah. from memes in this instance. Is, but... is, is Tannehill playing that terribly? Uh, yeah, it's not been it's not been pretty for them. Um, only 383 yards passing in two games, two TDs, two interceptions. Certainly below average. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Not great, but then I mean you. I think you have uh, Detroit, Minnesota, which is a lot more interesting, especially after last week. A lot more interesting. A lot more interesting um, because they now have the same record. Sixty-eight percent. I'm looking at by the pick'em, and uh, lines are getting six and a half, but sixty-eight percent picked. Sixty-eight percent picked the Lions. Yeah. That. At with getting six and a half, yeah, 
Um, that makes sense. It does. Let me let me pull up my. I haven't done my pick'em yet, so I think I might I might just do this. We'll just do this. We're doing it live. Live pick'em. We want to start at the top then. Yeah, we'll start at the top. Um, Houston. All right. Chicago. So this is this is where Nacho. This entire section of the podcast is just me just dragging my taint uh, over all sorts of. Now I would have. I I had the Steelers. In, I had the Steelers, but I didn't pick them in the game. But I had the Steelers. I did too. Um, Texans, Bears. I'm taking the Texans. So did I. I'm taking the points. There's yep. um, uh, the the Bears seem to have absolutely no faith in Justin Fields for some reason. Now, granted, the first week was played in a monsoon, but he only threw the ball like 17 times. Um, and then I think he's only got like 28 pass attempts on the season. And there's like 15 franchises who have more than 28 completions. Like they're just not throwing the ball f- at all. No. Um, Darnell Mooney, I think has four fantasy points total. Um, he's been a gigantic fucking bust. If you spent any kind of draft capital on him, um, and the Texans have been playing teams tough. Yeah. Yeah, they've been tough outs. So, um I'm uh I'm taking the Texans. I'm ta- I'm I mean the points the Bears should not be favored against anybody as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and that's pretty much why it's favorable, I think. Yeah. So, um getting getting I think the team that is probably the better team uh and the points feels i mean this is the type of shit that if i was betting on games i don't know that i'd bet on this game because i can't imagine wanting to uh, i can't imagine wanting to like subject myself to caring about this game sure um oh this is a good time to mention uh juice reel which is uh trevor you weren't on but we got a sponsor oh yeah um and Juice Reel is an app you can get on the App Store. And basically, it is it does all your bet tracking for you. Gives you all your wins, losses on like parlays and uh, teasers and all sorts of different shit. So you get that kind of analytics. You know where you know where you're winning bets and where you're losing bets. It shows your, you know, kind of it track. It syncs with your, your um, betting app and uh, also gives you the really cool thing was that it's got um, an arbitrage um, uh, section of it where basically it'll show you like mathematically, Hey, if you bet a hundred bucks on this site and a hundred bucks on this site, you're guaranteed to win at least 12 bucks. Um, because uh, the way, that the, the, the way that the bets are set up that like one, one side's giving you plus two fifty, and the other side's giving you, yeah, you know, if you bet on the other team, it's like minus one forty, and somehow uh, there's enough overlap there that you're almost you're guaranteed to win twelve bucks just by putting two hundred down, kind of thing. It's it's uh, with with more upside than that, but anyway, it's it's really cool yeah. little app. Um, it's great because you know that most amateur bettors aren't keeping spreadsheets of their betting, and so it's a perfect tool. And that's the easiest way to fucking end up losing 
you know, a house that you haven't bought yet, um, yeah. <laughs> is, is not knowing where your fucking money's going. So, um, anyway, go check out juice reel, um, friend of the, you know, f- friend of the pod. Um, and you know, again, if anybody's been following my page, I don't, I don't just, I'm not just selling ads to anybody. Um, I've got to like look at your shit first and be like, would I actually fucking use this? And it's a, it's a really cool app and the, and the UI is really fucking cool. Um, so go check it out and support juice reel. Um, J U I C E R E E L on, uh, on the app store. And, uh, I'll put them, I'll tag them on my story. If you guys fucking, uh, come swing by the page tomorrow. So nice. anyway, we got a, we got a, we got a sponsor. So, yeah, buddy. um, stoked, stoked for that. Sure. Um, okay. So, Raiders, Tennessee. I'm taking the Raiders. That Me feels too. really low. Yeah. I think you're getting the the Raiders are are being penalized for being 0-2, but I'm not sure that I mean, you know, they got dusted by Kyler Murray. And then what was it? That was it the Chargers week one that beat him? Yeah. So it's like the, those aren't the worst two fights. It's not the easiest schedule to start with start the season with so um I mean, the cardinals do look like shit but kyler murray running around like he stole his mom's cell phone it's kyler kyler murray in a non you know xp weekend non double exactly. xp weekend yeah um and i mean both of these games are by one score like the raiders the raiders should turn this around i mean if the Broncos will be coming off in the, the, the Raiders have the Broncos week four. The Broncos will be coming off an emotional win against the 49ers on Sunday night football. They're going to be ripe for the picking. Um, you know, the, the Raiders could, could turn the season around right here, right now going into that, uh, going to that chiefs game. Um, Amen. I'm taking the, I'm taking, dude, I'm taking th- road team, road team, road team. I'm taking the fucking chiefs. I might just take you. I'm not sure you can put a point spread on the Chiefs that I wouldn't take at this point. I would agree with you. It's hard not to. Um, but this could be one of those. Okay, Indy does have it. They found it. Yeah, the pieces, the pieces seem to be there. So they just not clicking. Yeah, I mean, if they lo- losing the Chiefs isn't going to no. zero and well, they're zero one and one. Going to zero two and one would be bad. Right. Losing to the Chiefs, I'm not sure it's going to cost anybody their job. Like, no, but this I, week? I, I think this is a juice game, though. All right, let's get our shit together, boys. But then, then they go Titans, Broncos, Jaguars, Titans, Commanders. Like those five games. There was a team last year. Maybe it was the fucking Colts that had a really tough start. Man, they should be seven and one. Dude, Texans, they, they went Texans, Jaguars, Chiefs, Titans, Broncos, Jaguars, Titans, Commanders. Two, three, four, five, six. They should be seven and one going into a Patriots game, which made arguably we should have made them eight and one. No wonder fucking Doug. Doug, Doug was really high on them to start the season. Yeah. Um this is once they get past this Chiefs game, if they don't beat the Titans, if they were to go to 0 3 and 1. Frank Reich's done. Yeah. Like I can't imagine. Like at this point, it's like okay, we got you Wentz because Wentz was your boy uh, in Philly. Great, that fucking sucked. 
Yeah. Uh, and now we get so you now- Matt Ryan, who's, you know, old, but still he's 90% of Matt Ryan, what Matt Ryan used to be, maybe 85, still good. Now you're you you're potentially o three and one after four weeks. Yeah, bye. Gross. Gross. Um, dude, Detroit and Minnesota. Well, here's the thing. I don't have that next. I have Buffalo. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah I just picked Buffalo. Uh, yeah, Buffalo's but... Buffalo's in the same boat for me as Kansas City, which is right. I'm just picking but, Buffalo. But that'll be. I think that'll be a tough. I mean, they're only getting five and a half. A compliment to the fucking Dolphins, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Preseason, like, that might have been nine and a half. Yeah, like that's going to be, that'll probably be a closer game than expected. That's why I'm almost inclined to take the Dolphins. Because that might, that might be a, that might be a pretty close game. If the Dolphins keep it up, put it that way. Yeah. I mean, fluke game against the Ravens. And who, I don't know who, I don't know who the Dolphins played week one. Um, it feels so long ago. Week one feels ages ago. Yeah, it does. It's weird. Um, Dolphins played the Patriots. And yeah, smoked, smoked them. them. Yeah. I don't know, but that's gonna be that's I'm I'm looking I'm actually looking forward to a Dolphins game. Congrats right. to and, Mike McDaniel. Right. And can we say that the Dolphins won that game or did the Ravens lose that game? Uh I Dolphin. didn't watch it, but like, if you're up that big, you lost it. Yeah. They spoiled that, like you know, Lamar had a game himself. Yeah, he did. Spoiled that for him for sure. Oh gosh, right. I'm gonna come back to this one, the Detroit Minnesota game. Okay, so I'm taking Detroit. Those with those points for sure. That feels right. Um, but it could be a, this is we are who we think we are game for both of them. Yeah, like I mean they they've got the same record. It would be wild to see because the the hypothesis is if you lose to Kirk Cousins, if you lose to Kirk Cousins, and I think you're that's not a game. good team. You're just right. not a good team. Right, because uh, he doesn't beat good teams, um, and oh, I looked up one more Kirk Cousins stat for those of you that were listening last week. Um, because the uh, uh, this poor kid DMs me and he's like, "I was defending Kirk Cousins literally right up until your podcast this week, and everything you rattled off was completely indefensible." And I'm like, "You're fucking welcome." <laughs> and just just when I sensed that he was at his lowest, it would you I hit him said, I said, but you know what? Here's one more stat just to prove how bad he is. Uh, when Kirk Cousins has a wing record and he's playing a team, and when Kirk Cousins has had a good team, so a team that finished with a winning record, and he's playing a team that also finished the season, with a winning record, uh, he's three and eleven with the uh, with the uh, with the Vikings. Wow! In the season before, in 2017, the year before Kirk Cousins got there, 
just in that season, the Vikings went six and four against teams that had a winning record. And in the five seasons since, four seasons, 18, 19, 20, 21, four seasons since, Kirk has only managed three wins. Oof. There's a, there's a, the, the man needs therapy. It's tough. So, um, I'm going to skip this game because I don't, you know what? I'm taking, I'm taking the points. I haven't taken a home team yet. This I'm is whipping. terrible strategy. Now I'm taking the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um just to break yeah. just to break the cycle. The, I mean there's the fucking Bengals can't keep Joe Burrow upright. Somehow that line got worse. And I don't know if it's just because they were playing Micah Parsons this week or they're playing the Cowboys and and whatnot, but there's something off there. So I'm taking the Jets. Okay. Uh, but I'm back to taking uh, the the road teams. I'm taking Philly. Yep. Uh, and then I'm taking the Saints. Yep. And then, oh, Chargers. Chargers. Rams. Ooh. Is it a double XP weekend? I don't know. I don't know who each of these teams are. The Rams got blown out at home by the Bills, but that's okay because they're the Bills. Then they were at home again and almost gave up a historic fucking comeback to the Falcons, who were terrible. And now they're on the road at Arizona, and Arizona's getting points. I don't. I'm not sure who the Rams are. I'm taking Arizona. Okay. Um, I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking Falcons. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Packers. Just Aaron Rodgers and the points. Yep. Um, we'll skip this game if you want. Yeah, let's skip this one. I don't even want to talk about that game. No, um, I'm taking yeah, the Giants. I'll, I'll take the Giants. Yeah, that works. Those are my picks. Boom shakalaka. Just gonna lock those puppies in. Um, I am uh, against the spread. I am 15 and 16 on the season. Week two just was not was not pretty for me. Um, I was. Where's my? Doesn't it give me a fucking score and tells me it's like one, two, three, four, five, six. I only had six games out of the 16. I went six and ten last week, and mm-hmm. I was the I was the opposite the week before. So. Yeah, I was eight, I was eight and nine. I did. Uh, I got eleven points week one with my other pick'em. I got nine, a, a nine last week. Yeah. 
All right. So those are those those are my picks. That's 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 what my tank looks like this week. Locked in. I think if I were to pick games I was absolutely sure of, like a thousand percent positive on, it would be I don't know that there's I don't know that there's a game on here that I'm a thousand percent positive about. It'd be like Buffalo. But I'm not hmm. I'd say Kansas City, I'm positive on. Baltimore, I'm positive on. Philly, I'm positive on. Yeah. Those would be my... Um, those would be my... KC... Buffalo. Ooh, no. Maybe the Raiders. I got to think about that. Because I'm, I'm now 2-5 and five on my public picks. But I'm now I, I I was perfect when I picked with picked the Browns games. I picked them. I I picked both of the Browns games correctly leading into this, and I thought fucking I was like, and that's where I was like at, at the end of the game. I thought that Tomlin should have gone for it on fourth and one, mm-hmm. but I also thought he should have gone for it because it would have made my imaginary bet that much more correct if they'd scored the touchdown. Right. Um. So. Uh, but then again, I looked it up and the math said he should have gone for it too. So vindication all the way around. Kenny or, or fucking George Pickens is the monster. Yeah, he's going to be good. I'm glad I got him in the keeper league. Did you? Well, I guess I have him in another league. Fuck. I have Doug's league. Yeah, I got a bunch of, I got like a bunch of rookie wide receivers in the keeper league. It's the um, way to do it. I don't like getting the I don't like getting the rookies in the keeper league because they rarely are good enough to keep in year two, but by the time they're good enough in year three, you've they're they're no longer keeper salaries, right? And like it's just not yeah. worth hanging on to them. Right. Um, but yeah, I've got I got uh, is, is Romeo Dubes? Is he a rookie? I don't even know if he's a rookie, but he's young. So Dubes. Pickens, um, uh, I've got both rookie 49er running backs now, um, Traylon Burks and Jahan Dotson. So, Dotson looks good too. Three touchdowns in two games. I'll take it. Okay. Um, what else is there? That's it. Let's call it. Yeah. That's the podcast. Yeah, short, sweet. A, a, nice, a... a nice, tight 74 minutes. Right. With, with, with a Doug appearance. It's perfect. It was amazing. Boom. All right, man. Uh, I'll talk to you Monday after. Uh, well, well, we'll text and do our draft uh, tomorrow or something. And then uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk after Giants Cowboys. Thank you. Yes, we will. Go G-Men. G-Men. All right. Later, buddy. Later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.